Greetings and welcome to the Uncensored Humanity Podcast. If you're new to the show, this is a long-form podcast where I sit down with guests and we just have a conversation. Now, these conversations are not scripted. They are raw and real. There's no editing. So wherever they go, they go. So hopefully you guys will enjoy the conversations as much as I know that I will. This episode is brought to us by Mike the Strongman. Are you tired of getting your training and nutrition advice from someone with only a weekend certification? Then perhaps it's time to turn to someone with over 15 years of research-based experience. Mike the Strongman can help you with all your training and nutrition needs. Mike has a proven track record of getting results with his clients. Visit MikeTheStrongMan.com for more information or email Mike at MikeTheStrongMan at gmail.com if you're ready to take your performance to the next level. This episode is also brought to us by the Healthiest You Chiropractic Center. The Healthiest You Chiropractic Center in Strongsville, Ohio is dedicated to giving their patient community the highest level of healthcare. Their doctors have been trained on the newest and most innovative styles of chiropractic and rehabilitative treatments. From back pain to ankle strains, the Healthiest You has remedies for a variety of injuries. Are you looking to perform better in life and activity? Their team takes a wellness-based approach on health rather than only focusing on symptoms such as pain. Call 440-238-3338 or email them at thychiro, that's T-H-Y-C-H-I-R-O, at gmail.com for questions about becoming a patient. Now is a better time than ever to become the healthiest you. And last but not least, this episode is brought to us by CrossFit Strongsville. CrossFit Strongsville is a place where everyday people become heroes every day. Through qualified coaching, challenging yet modifiable exercise programming, and a supportive community unlike any other, members find a way to break through personal barriers physically, mentally, and emotionally. No matter what level you're at, from the very beginner to the elite, you'll find you receive great service from the moment you walk through the door, and we promise it will be one of the best hours of your day. Check out CrossFitStrongsville.com for more information and to sign up for a free one-on-one consultation with the owner, a 12-year veteran of the fitness and therapy fields. Okay, folks, we have back with us today my good friend Jeff Wilson of Instruments of Freedom Tactical Weapons Training Group. Jeff wanted to come back on the show to update us with all the new things that he has going on. His retail shop is now up and running in Worcester, Ohio, and he also had the privilege of co-hosting a three-day training event with none other than Pat McNamara. Now, Pat is one of the most sought-after firearms instructors in the country, and Pat will be coming back next year in June in the 2019 to teach a class that is almost already sold out. Now, Jeff has also been doing something new to help his participants keep their shooting skills sharp between training classes, and he's implemented what they call Tactical Tuesdays. And they meet every Tuesday for two hours, and Jeff has drills set up for everyone to run through. And it's a great way to get good quality practice in on the range. It's always great to talk to Jeff, and I hope that you enjoy our conversation as much as I did. So sit back, strap in, and enjoy our conversation. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Uncensored Humanity Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Hess, and today we have back with us one of our favorite guests, Mr. Jeff Wilson. Jeff, how are we doing? Doing wonderful. Glad to be back. So Jeff was on episode number six. If you want to go back and listen to that one first, we got into a little bit of his background and kind of how he got started doing what he's doing. But for a quick recap for people who haven't listened to that, kind of give the listeners uh, an idea of kind of who you are and what you do. All right. Uh 
I started my career in law enforcement in 1992, and uh, it just grew from there. Did a little bit of patrol work because it was required at the time uh, to do at least two years. Then went into a specialized unit, um, worked at a state level, and then to a federal level. And uh, throughout the whole time, all I ever did was train, train, train for the mission, if you want to call it that. So, uh, again, learned a ton along the way. And uh, now I'm trying to share what we have. And then, of course, people that I've met through all, throughout the, the years, I'm trying to bring them in to share their point of view as well also in training. So so that's that's what you do. You do firearms training for uh, law enforcement, military personnel, and civilians as well, correct? Correct, yeah. We, we, we bring the fundamentals up to highly advanced stuff. Okay. Now, the last time you were on, you were just getting ready to open up a shop in Worcester, Ohio. So now that's open. Why don't you tell us about how that's going? Uh, it's, it's actually going really well. Um, we're doing we're doing good enough to keep the doors open, as, as we were talking earlier. Um, you know, it's paying the rent, but uh, we have a lot of great stuff. 90% of the stuff that we have in the store, uh, gear, coffee, everything like that, we have uh, veteran-owned companies. So we're really standing behind our veterans in it. And uh, that seems to be going over very well. We have a health and wellness uh, corner that uh, we try and keep everybody in shape, healthy. And Well, that's uh, kind of part of the training part of it. Absolutely. It's not just going out to the range and doing some shooting. Like you got to take care of yourself so you can be physically fit enough to be able to do what you need to do on the range. Yeah, absolutely. You have to be in shape. Uh, I always say I'm a shape. I'm round. So <laughs> <laughs> you're in pretty good um, <laughs> shape. Don't fool anybody. But yeah, you have to be in shape because when when something bad happens, if you've been training and if you've been working hard at it, your body's going to accept that stress a little bit better. Um, you're you're not going to all of a sudden be crashed. Like oh my god, I can't do this. But uh, yeah, you have to definitely stay in shape and uh, mentally, physically, and uh, stay sharp. Okay, so what kind of products do you have in there? So we've, we've definitely got some some people are selling firearms in your shop, but you guys don't have your a license to sell yet, right? No, we're in the process of getting our FFL. Um, Mike up at All Seasons or Tom's Gun Room, he's a close friend of ours. He's been wonderful because if someone wants to buy something, we send them there. So they can go and, there and do a personal transfer between the correct. two different parties. Correct. The one who's selling and the one who wants to buy. Correct. So what they do is they have to check it in, and then the next person who's buying it actually has to do the forms okay. to, uh, you know, have the background checks done and 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 buy that firearm. And you guys obviously are going to have some apparel and some gear and that kind of stuff. Yeah, again, we uh, support a lot of the the uh, veterans. We have grunt style shirts in, which there's not too many retail stores in the country that have grunt style, and we do. Uh, we have warrior culture gear um nine line apparel there's you know all these veteran companies that have started different shirts that have their their old sayings on them and, and things that they believe in uh we have that and all, all those things are usually pretty cool because it's made by military guys and they're always having fun with that kind of stuff yeah they, they're they, not worried about being politically correct all the time yeah they're really it's really funny because you know a lot of the things that are on the shirts you remember from days in the field or or you know out and about, but uh, or or drill sergeants or people that you worked under, their their isms, as I call them, are just <laughs> you know it just enough to make you grin, you know. But uh, yeah, the shirts are really awesome. Uh, you know, we've got all kinds of good stuff. You guys also have like a classroom setting, so you do classes and stuff there. 
What kind of classes are you running out of there right now? Uh, we're, we're doing, of course, the uh, CCW classes. Everyone calls them our concealed handgun license uh, training. We do that in the classroom. We do uh, self-defense and awareness courses uh, where we can clean out our classroom. We have mats that we put down, and we have all the gear to train, uh, like actual physical type of training okay so you guys uh gear people up kind of pad up the walls a little bit and kind of let them know is it like jujitsu kind of stuff you like rolling around or is it more standing and fighting or it's a little bit of everything it's um you know there's ground fighting there's stand-up fighting there is uh controls um you know digital pressure points that we use that we teach to to basically give you that little bit of time that, hey, I need to get out of here, this is a bad situation, or actually control the subject in front of you if it's a law enforcement end of it. We've had several of the correction guys uh, around the county come in to uh, to work on controlling their subjects. And so it, it, it falls in from everything from civilian defending themselves to, you know, being offensive yeah. as, as a lot of the corrections officers have to be when they uh, – have a belligerent <laughs> person in their in their custody. So, but yeah, it, it's it's really good. Um, to jump back real quick on the nutrition end of it, uh, we have gluten free type of uh, proteins. We have superfood, the beets. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of the you know the the superfood beet juice or whatever. Um, I was never big on that kind of stuff, but uh, my better half Michelle, um, she brought it to my attention. And she started making it for me, and I hate to waste anything, and she knows it. So. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, if I make this, he'll have to. Yeah, that, and she's smart about that because she would bring it to me, and she knew that I would not just let it sit there. So I drank it, and, and uh, unbelievably decent taste. But the, the benefits from it, the aches and pains and, and, and stuff, I hit 50. I'm half a century old, and, and uh, you know. It's, it's funny how when you get a little bit older in life, you start taking a little bit more care of your body and what you put into it, like b- both with nutrition and also things you keep out of it, like too much alcohol, right. all that kind of stuff like you did when you were younger. But then you could drink a bunch, be a little hungover, go to training the next day, and you're fine. Whereas nowadays, you, you do <laughs> yeah. that, you, you get to the gym or you get to the range, you're like, oh, God, I feel horrible. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly right. That's just kind of how that works. It's just the natural progression of things. You start to take more care of yourself. The good thing about that now is everything's so prevalent. Uh, prevalent prevalent now knew what you meant <laughs> yeah because of the the interwebs right and people can i mean you, you see kids nowadays I, I mean i drive by a high school up by work and i drive by and these guys are out for soccer practice football whatever you want to call it i don't care and these guys are all shredded i mean they're six packs and i remember when i was in school we had a couple of kids who looked like that right but not that many and it's it's obviously because of all the nutrition and things they're doing with working out and People are just more aware of everything nowadays. So I think that even the younger kids are getting into it because it can help them perform better. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we, we see that a lot too. And, and uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's that dedication of I'm going to do this. I'm going to hit this level of whatever it may be, whether it's training, whether it's soccer, football, again, uh, whatever it may be. But, uh, you know, as we grow older, one of the products that we also have is a gel. It's an HGH gel that is... Uh, now, what's now what's HGH for some people uh, who don't... Hum, human growth hormone. Um, our bodies create that through our pituitary gland. And it, it's created up until about the time we're 20. And then it, and then it really it starts, starts to like taper off. Correct. It starts to diminish where you're not getting that because you've matured, if you yes. want to call it that. 
Um, a lot of people are calling it the fountain of youth because, you know, there's, if you look at Sylvester Stallone, you know, he's what, 75, 76. I'm, I'm not sure how old he he's is. He's old. Yeah, he's older. He's old. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to be pushing 80. Yeah, but, you know, but you watch his action movies and this guy's still running around like a lot of 45, 50-year-old guys. Yes, but let's be real honest here. That's yeah. not natural. No. His doctor has him on lots of interesting Mexican supplements. <laughs> Well, the, the, the one that he's on is HGH. So, you know, that's that's really what this is. Now, I've, I'm not big on everybody else's uh, testimony on it. I've been uh, using this gel for about three weeks now, um, maybe three and a half weeks. But uh, waking up like a high school senior is uh, pretty interesting at 50, at 50 years old. <laughs> Which is very cool. Now, when you say a gel, is this an ingestible gel or is no, it like actually, a topical? Yeah, it's a gel that you put on like thin spots of your skin, like on your wrist, the back of your hands, and your elbows, under your armpits. So something to absorb your into your body quickly. Correct, yeah. It, it's absolutely, a, uh, it's it, it's absorbed very well. Um, which again, like I said, I've used transdermal stuff before and never really saw anything from it. What I love about this stuff is that it is actually FDA registered. They have the FDA seal of uh, good manufacturing process, whatever that, I, I can't remember the exact an acronym for it, but, but uh, they've had clinical trials on it. And like I said, I'm, I like my own testimony. Yeah. And you know what it did for you and you've tried other things right. before. Yeah. I had terrible tendonitis in my right arm, uh, from my elbow down to my wrist on the outside part of it. And, uh, the, the pain has been diminished so much now that it's, it's tolerable to where I don't really notice it. You now. kind of forget that it's there. Yeah. You just kind of keep going yeah, about now, your life. I'm not saying that this is a cure all. It's, I'm not saying that at all, but the pain it, it's definitely stuff that I've noticed. I'm sleeping now where, um, I think we were talking earlier. I don't hear things that I used to. You could hear a pin drop, and I was up like, "Do you hear that? What was that?" <laughs> and and now it's thank God for my new shepherd because uh, I don't hear anything. My daughter, my youngest daughter, will come home from college and and you know it could be ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night, and I don't hear her come in, and uh, that's not normal for me. Well, that's that's good though because I mean sleep is one of the most important Absolutely. things you can do for your recovery. You know, just in life in general. I mean, what is it? You you put somebody on any kind of sleep deprivation, like even two or three hours, and it brings down their their reaction times and everything else. I mean, oh, it's absolutely. like so much. It's just drastically reduced. It's not like it's, oh, it's a 5% reduction. No, it's like 30%, 40% reduction. It's, yeah, it's amazing the, the way I've been feeling over the last uh, – and I actually started – I think it was maybe day, day four or day six, somewhere in that area, when I woke up and I'm like, wow, <laughs> I just shut my eyes. Now, that always used to happen when I was a kid because yeah. you get into such a deep REM sleep yeah. that it's like time didn't exist. It's like, boom, there you go. You're open, you're up and around. And uh, so I started feeling that on day four, five or six, somewhere in that area. But, uh, yeah, it's really an incredible stuff. Um, I'm super excited about it. We're going to have that at the, at the store as well in the health and wellness corner. And uh, – you know, people that are interested, just stop in and see us. Uh, we're located at 426 East Liberty Street in Worcester. Uh, the office phone is 330-601-0488. And, of course, anybody can uh, get a hold of me on my cell phone at any time at 330-317-8607. 
uh, we're always we're always there to talk and discuss stuff and see what you're looking for. We we can custom build uh, any type of program for you. So, and you guys are obviously online. Somebody wants to go on the Googles with it's iwftwtg.com. which is Instruments of Freedom Tactical Weapons Training Group. Exactly. Yeah, we combined uh, forces. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe two years ago, and, and in February of this year, we actually, you know, leased a building, and, and I think it was uh, May-ish, we, we opened up. Very cool. So, yeah, it's been good. Now, you guys just recently had a special guest come up and do some classes with you guys, so why don't we talk a little bit about that? Yeah, the gentleman's name's Pat McNamara. Uh, he owns a company called T-Max Inc., and uh, this guy's one of the original Delta Boys, Um incredible career you can google him he's been on documentaries on on the history channel um just an incredible cat uh, i don't know how else to say it but yeah we we've known each other or i should say we've gone back and forth via linkedin um you know text messaging this that and the other for the last few years and uh this year he actually i was able to build a class we had 18 law enforcement uh agencies from around the state of ohio send guys up which, which is interesting because normally the law enforcement guys don't typically send people for training unless they're doing it themselves. Correct. Yeah, and this this guy, the, the, the guys that took it to their agency, they knew who Pat McNamara was. So it was all about the name. Yeah, it was all about his, his uh, history and his, his uh, techniques, um, which, again, when we were doing uh, the training, I was grinning pretty big because although he does it with a great flair – um, we're teaching what he teaches, and and we know that that's the top stuff. Yeah, which out is there. obviously one of the reasons why he came up, because you guys kind of are in the same train of thought when it comes to training. Yeah, our our philosophies are very very much the same of uh, mastering the fundamentals. You know, because there's really no such thing as advanced training. But y- you know, you you can't just say, oh, we're going to do fundamentals every every time. Um, although you work on it every time. Well, you have to. I mean, that's yeah. how you stay sharp. Absolutely. So, but yeah, Pat's, uh, he was up September 5th, 6th, and 7th. We did a three day, uh, it was rifle and pistol and, uh, the LE guys, you know, loved it. And there, there are some pictures and some stuff on Instagram. Um, my Instagram, I tag our business one, which is instruments of freedom. My personal one is J Wilson 408 CT. And, uh, that just, uh, kind of goes from my background um doing research and development for cheyenne tactical uh the 408 round for the precision rifle okay so that's why that I, that's in my name on, on instagram <laughs> but but yeah follow it on that uh we we try and keep you posted on stuff that's coming up um a hashtag instruments of freedom so that it's on that one as well but uh he's coming back in 2019 we've got him coming back for a two-day pistol course and uh, we've only got 14, well, I shouldn't say that, there are 14 spots, we've got 10 filled so far. So, so there's it's, only four spots still available. Yeah, there's actually four spots. So if spots. they want that next year, they right. better jump on it <laughs> right. now. Yeah, he's, and how do they sign up for that? They can go right to our website. And, so it's all on the website. Yeah, and okay, put so. uh, info or just send an email to info at, uh, it'll, it'll be right on the website, info at ioftwtg.com, and it'll come to me. I'll reach out, respond to you and uh, get it taken care of via 
invoice or however you want to take care of it. But, so there's, uh, is there an actual button to click on there to register? No. Or do they have not, to actually just contact you, send you an email, tell you they want to be part of the class, right? and you'll get back to That's it. how we're doing it right now. Perfect. We do have a button that will, again, we're growing, so there's a lot of growing pains, but our website, you can shop on our website. We have a lot of our products in the store on our website. We're still working on getting the the classes on the website to where Pat McNamara, oh, I'm, I want to do that one. I want to register for it. Click on that and you can register. We're not there yet, but we're we're getting there. Gotcha. So uh, I don't expect it to take another week or so, and it's going to be filled up, uh, to be quite honest. Pat's just, I mean, people that know who he is, they'll sign up and just we'll see oh heartbeat. he's gonna, gonna be there that's close to me awesome i'm signing up I'll, yeah i'll drive six hours to go to that class it's no yeah. problem yeah it's amazing how how far people will come you know that which like you said is close six hours is close that's to a lot real of people. close so and it's better than um, flying halfway across the country that's exactly right we're also going to try and bring in mike panone this year from ctt solutions uh mac and mac and uh mike panone had uh, actually did some work together mac was there when uh when uh Mike had a breaching accident, lost his right eye, and uh, you know when you when you see a team guy or a unit guy get hit like that, it, it really takes a lot out of you. But but Panone has overcome all of that and uh, is an incredible instructor as well. I've trained underneath him as well as helped him with some stuff at uh, OTOA uh, a few years back. Now what's that? The Ohio Tactical Officer Association. Okay. We have a conference every year. Um, we're probably the largest um, organization in the country, uh, even over the National Tactical Officer Association. Um, our conference, we have over 1,500 law enforcement guys, military guys come in to train uh, every year. And a uh, great organization, Pat Fiorelli is the uh, president. Jeremy Allen from Ohio State University uh, Police Department is vice president. And those two, I mean, they never stop working. Two, two incredible individuals that bring us some of the best training in, as far as I'm concerned in the world. Yeah. So uh, I always enjoy being a student there, um, although I teach at the uh, Michigan Tactical Officer Association uh, conference every year um, at the OTOA. I'm a student, and I my that's what I do every year. Don't ask me to teach. I want to. I want to <laughs> go there and learn. I want to be a student. Yeah, take got, some classes that have some fun. Yeah, you got to be a student of the game. Uh, about the time you think you know everything, that's about the time you need to get out of it. Because that's someone's going to get the hurt. same thing for everything. Let's be yeah, real it, honest. It, you you are correct. You know, about the time if you're not a student of life, wh- whatever it may be, hang it up. <laughs> I agree. If you think you know everything, yeah, we, you you can no longer teach anybody else because nobody wants to learn from you. That's right. No, you're 100 percent right. So, well, let's let's get back to Pat here. So, mm-hmm. so Pat came up here, and you guys were doing uh, training and stuff at your range, I assume. No, we actually did it at an affiliate uh, company of ours, which is called East Group. Um, they are down in Fredericktown, Ohio. They're owned by a gentleman by name uh, Sylvester Potius, who again we be we become friends over the last six years, seven years, and uh, we do a lot of work together. We do our shoot house course with uh, Sly. Um, we do M4 operator courses there. We do pistol courses there. His facility is a world class facility. Okay. Um, that was another really big grin on our faces when Matt got there. He's like. I'm in heaven. He goes, this, <laughs> this place is unreal. And and when when you have someone that's taught all over the world, and they they've probably seen a lot they, of ranges. Yeah, probably seen a lot of a lot of ranges. Yeah, you're right. Um, 
but to see the look on Mac's face and him say, man, I'm in heaven. This is, this is it. This is absolutely awesome. It really put a big grin on our face because Sylvester takes so much pride in that place, which he should. Um, it, it's like I said, it's a world-class facility and, and we aspire to have a, a facility like that. But until then we'll, We'll use his. <laughs> yeah, as long as he's okay with yeah. it. Oh, he's great with it. He helps us. We, we do a lot of the teaching together. So, and again, we all have that same philosophy. Um, now, now, Sills a lot, uh, he's really intense when it comes to stuff because he wants you to treat it as if it's real. So when we're training pistol stuff or you're, you're working against, uh, you know, a threat, you got to treat it as if it's real because flat range mentality is, is it, it can get you killed in the real world. Absolutely. So, so uh, a lot of the stuff that we do, it, we take you out of that comfort of flat range mentality. And uh, he gets real, you got to treat it as if it's real. You got to do this as real. Be ready, be ready. <laughs> so, so he's, he's really a great instructor. Um, and uh, we really enjoy working together with him. Okay. So how does it work? with a class like that so so pat comes up you guys go and use uh the, was it the east range yeah east groups range east groups range so you, you're using their range because it's just a great facility and right and allowing you to work there and so so you come in you've got all these law enforcement guys which which is just awesome coming in to to do a class with with mac but how does that all work out do they come in like in their duty gear and they're using like all their normal kind of stuff so is this is it training for that or is it more just you're you're going back over like the fundamentals again, you're doing drills. I mean, kind of explain yeah, we, kind of how you kind of set these things up. Yeah, day one is real lax. And when I say lax, no, nobody's kitted up or, you know, all their vests on and all their gear. Um, just simply because they're not going to learn anything. It's a progressive, if that makes sense. So first day, we're, we're yes, we hit on the fundamentals quite a bit. We give our philosophy, whether they've heard it a million times or heard it once. We go through our philosophy of training. And we want them to work on that. Um, again, there's a million ways to skin a cat. And if your way skins it fast and does a good job, do that. You know, we're just giving you more tools for the toolbox, which I really hate that comment. But it, 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 it kind of matches what we're talking about. It gives them more things to uh, be able to fall back on. Um you know, I don't know who out there in, in listening land has ever been in combat or have been in an actual firefight or whatever. There are a lot of things that you'll go through that I've never seen that. And you have to do it on the fly, if that makes sense. Figure it, figure it out on the fly. Yeah, it's all about problem sense. solving at that point. Correct. It's, I've, I've got the situation. How do I neutralize a threat? Correct. In, in what we do, we try and throw so many different things at you that if you're in a situation, I've seen this before, I know what to do. And it becomes second nature, if, okay. that, may, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Be, that's, that's why you train. That's why you do drills. Correct. So that way you don't have to think about it. It just happens. It, it, correct. It happens. So so that that's pretty much day one. Day two, again, the guys, they don't have to kit up because really what we're trying to, to do is master those fundamentals. And uh, I, I know I, I've talked to different people. That, oh, yeah, I've got the, the fundamentals mastered. I don't have them. This Nobody is, does. The, yeah, this Nobody is this does. is my twenty eighth year of of training, and 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 I don't have the fundamentals mastered. I have parts of them mastered: trigger management, grip, sight alignment, sight you know, sight picture, th those types of things. My grip, you know, everybody can always work on things to make it better. So, um, with that being said, they didn't really have to kit up any of the days because everything was different, and we, we were really working on techniques. So. Okay. But uh, 
those guys, every single one of them, you had permagrin, if that makes sense. You know, when, when the last day, we, everybody's just from ear to ear grinning. If they were on motorcycles, they'd have bugs in their teeth <laughs> <laughs> because they were they were smiling so big. And uh, and he he put on a great class. You know, it was really fun. Now, now, did he kind of set everything up and run everything? You were just kind of there to support him, or did uh, did did you two like work together and kind of set things up and? Yeah, he, he's come up with so many great drills and, and, and great parts of the training. Really what, what Sly and I did is we had the range set up. He said, I'm going to use this, this, and this, and away we went. We were the little range rats. Um, so we would go, we'd have the target set up, we'd have the drill set up, we'd have everything ready. Mac would do his discussion, and uh, and then he would he would work with the guys just like what we do. We don't, we don't just tell you what to do. Um, and then expect you to do it. We go through it. We train, we get in line. Like when, if we're running three different lines of fire, um, we'll get in line with one of the groups and we run it right along with you. And we, and we do that specifically because you have to feel what your students are feeling. You can't sit there and, and tell them what to do and have them run, you know, 250, 300 rounds in a day and not, not do it with them because you, you need to know where am I feeling fatigued? You know, because when you're fatigued mentally as well as physically, you're not doing anything but wasting ammo. Yeah, performance suffers at that point. You're just squeezing off rounds. You're not getting good training. Yeah, I think uh, Mac had a really cool comment on that. He called it uh, ballistic masturbation. uh, (laughs) That you know, it really is because that's really what happens. Is it's you're not you're not gaining anything from it when you get fatigued mentally, physically. You're not gaining anything. So if you're doing everything along with your students. You, you know, know how they're feeling. Yeah. You know what's going on. You know when it's time to call it and realize, okay, maybe we need a break. Well, let's let's go talk. Let's let's right. let's discuss things. Yeah. Let's do something else different. We'll come back later, maybe because it's just too much, too quick. Yep, absolutely. Interesting. Yeah, fun stuff. And I can, you know, the the three days that we got to spend together, that was actually the first time I actually physically met him, and uh, just a great cat. I, I don't know what else to say. He, he was fun <laughs> to be around. And uh, we, we miss him already. Can't wait till next year. Uh, hopefully we'll get him back uh, a second time next year. More than likely it'll be later in, in 2019, like like around now, September, October. Um, not 100% sure if it's going to be a law enforcement only course uh, yet, but. Well, it seems like that's probably more of what he wants to get into, but. I mean, it's, it's yeah, like he, anything else. I mean, other, other things are available as well. Yeah, but he. Uh, I, I think that's probably more of his passion is what it seems like. Yeah, the law enforcement military, I'm sure, uh, is 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 higher on. The, I don't even know if I want to say higher on the priority list. Uh, Max just incredible. He, if you want to learn, he'll teach. Okay. And uh, and he's saying so he way. so he just wants eager students. He yeah. doesn't necessarily want like people that that's their job. Right. He just wants people who want to learn. Yeah. One of the things I think when I say Ellie only is they're not learning, you know, magic ninja type <laughs> skills or anything. No, not at all. What it is is uh, they have a certain skill set. Most law enforcement have a certain skill set. And if you throw some civilians that are, I'm a beginner, I'm, you know, I want to learn, it kind of slows things down. So a lot of times when we make it a law enforcement only, that's why. So, so that the, the, they're getting everything that they need. Yeah. And then the civilians, um, I know you have, I, you and I have trained together before. Um, we don't, each class is never the same. There's no two classes the same. 
And the reason of that is you have different skill sets among your students. So you have to work on both spectrums. So you have to almost, makes... almost balance it out to kind of fit the people that are there. Right, to where you're tr- showing some stuff that you know the guys that don't have a high skill set, they'll, they'll hear you and they'll try it. But the guys that have that skill set will be eager to, good, let me put this to use. Let me see how I can put this to use yeah. and make it work for me. So there is, there's that fine, uh, fine line of balance, like you say, um, when it comes to our classes, but none of them, no two are the same. There'll be a lot of the same drills in them, but the teaching aspect of it, no two are the same. Okay. I mean, like, I guess drills are drills and some of them are always going to be repetitious because that's how you get good at them. You do them over and over and over again. That's right. I see the same kind of thing in in my sport, Olympic weightlifting, whereas Mm -hmm. like my coach, again, he's someone who's done it. So he knows what you're feeling. He knows where you're going through. He he understands that because he's been there himself. Obviously, he can't lift now because he's got problems with his knees and he's got problems with his shoulders. I mean, he still still trains, but it's, it's more of just, you know, like general health and fitness it's not actually right. like doing weightlifting like, like right he stays doing. in shape yeah he stays it's, in shape and exactly. he stays healthy exactly right. so it's it's a little different that aspect because he literally just physically can't do this stuff anymore because right. he's so wrecked from all the <laughs> stupid things he did when he was younger right. you know but like we'll, we'll have all these drills and you'll just you'll do them over and over and over again even though sometimes they'll be slightly different like okay well, we're gonna do it this way now and like oh we're gonna add this into it oh you're struggling with that so we're gonna put you on a, on a half rack drill like where you stick your toes over a board so, right. so you can't shift to the balls of your feet and do like so we're still doing the same kind of things but it's drill 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 right, right so somebody like me who's been with dan for a long time is seen a lot of these people come in like i look at this kind of stuff and i, and I see all these drills like okay it's it's pretty much the same thing but it's slightly different for whatever the person needs right for what they're struggling with so it seems like it's the same kind of thing that you can apply it to just anything because some of that has to be repetitious otherwise you'll never get good at it yeah you, you can't do something different every time you go to the gym or the range or anything because then you'll, you'll never get good at anything yeah, and that's one of the things like that. We, we've had a r- really great group of students this year that have taken, you know, multiple classes with us. And, and the frustrating part as, as what we do, um, we give them drills and, and things to work on. And, hey, guys, after this day, you know, whenever you need to shoot, go shoot, work on these drills. <laughs> you know, nobody has the time to do it. Well, that's so. the thing is it's, it's so tough to dedicate that because you really do need to be shooting all the time where you lose that skill yeah if you if you're if you are a concealed handgun license holder or you uh have a weapon system in your life every day you need to adapt to that lifestyle one of the things that we do is tactical tuesdays um where we have up to 10 students um they pay you know pay for the month in advance it ends up being 25 dollars a visit for four four sessions they're two hours each and what we do is we'll put you through different skill sets. We'll uh, set up different drills for you to work on. But the, the key to it is every seven days you're running a trigger. Every seven days you're getting sight pictures. Yeah, so every yeah. week. But you're not just going to the range right. and squeezing off rounds. There's specific drills working right. on certain things. Yeah, working on certain skill sets. And, and you know, the, the, the people that come to it – Again, to see the looks in their face and and see how happy they are and and, and smiling that, hey, I'm getting better. I'm seeing progression. Um, 
that's pretty satisfying. Uh, we're actually getting into the AR platform or M4 platform this next week, and, and it was like seeing a bunch of little kids. Oh, yeah. Because when we said, okay, next week, bring your, your M4 platform. I mean, your... shooting your pistol is a lot of fun, and you can right. do some drills. You can have a great time. <laughs> but when you're holding a rifle, yeah. it's way more fun. Way more Not fun. a little more fun. Way, way more fun. <laughs> way. So, uh, yeah, so it, it's – it's one of those things that these guys all take, uh, and when I say guys, these students, uh, men and women, they, they take it really I'm, I'm serious. bad about that, too. I right. always say guys, even yeah, though I, I mean, mean I, everybody. I mean y'all, but <laughs> y'all, y'all I, like, I'm, I'm from Ohio. Like, y'all so weird. Yeah, y'all so weird. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll say it from time to time, but it doesn't sure. sound natural. So I say guys, and when I say guys, I mean Everyone. y'all. I mean y'all. Y'all. Yeah, <laughs> y'all. So that works for me. So, so when but, those guys are coming out and doing the training, yeah, they're very serious about it. They, they, uh, they work really hard. Uh, I'm like really happy with all of them. So, uh, they do a great job. We get a lot of support from them as well as they get a lot of support from us. So, so it's basically, it's it's basically a mini class is what yeah. you're running. Yeah. It's it's two hours. Like, what what kind of stuff are you setting up for that? Is it is it all close quarter stuff? Is it moving and shooting? No, is it's it- yeah, it's 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 learning. Um, well, you remember the class we came through, we talked about our shooting stance, you know, nose over toes, um, good grip, you know, slightly bent knees, um, trying to build that foundation. Well, when you start to get that stuff, um, what we go into after this is you don't have to be in that position to make a good shot or to get energy on target. Yeah, because, um, I mean, that's all about sight alignment, trigger manipulation, those kind of abs- things. You don't absolutely. have to be in a perfect stance no. squared off to your target. Yeah, and if, if God forbid, you get into a gunfight, guess what? You're never going to be in a perfect Run stance. Run for cover. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, do what you need to do to survive. That's that's the biggest Don't stand thing. out in the open with a perfect so, stance and exactly. nose over toes and great grip and, <laughs> and like, squeeze the trigger. Yeah. No! Yeah, that's <laughs> Run for it, cover. The, you're exactly right. So, so those are the types of drills that we put them through where they may be um, I don't want to say off balance, but uh, maybe put them more, more of an awkward shooting stance. Yeah, one one foot may be off the ground. You may be doing a dominant hand. You may go back, um, run a full presentation where you have full grip supported. Then you go to another position where you run a non-dominant hand. So we're utilizing everything that that they've learned in certain classes. And yes, it is it is kind of a a mini class. Um, we'll, we'll pull them aside and say, Hey, try this or, or work this part of it. Um, but our, our main goal is working towards that fluidity. Okay. You know, so that you're not looking like a robot on the, on the range as well as in life. You know, okay. that's, that's a big thing is the uh, fluidity of everything. Now here's a big question for you. Sure. So obviously with these tactical Tuesdays, not everybody can be involved with that because first of all, there's only so many spots available because right. you can only teach so many people at one time. Right. Now, obviously if that gets big enough, you can open up to different nights and do those kind sure. of things. But for somebody who's like maybe lives up near a, a big, uh, big city like Cleveland or something like sure. that, where they don't have access to maybe like a good range like you guys have. And they're just going to an indoor range where they can't really maybe draw from a holster or move and shoot and do those kind of things. Like how can somebody do that and still work on their skills, just standing static in a range like that? Yeah. Break the rules. <laughs> well, you gotta be careful with that. Cause that I, can get you kicked out. No. <laughs> no. When I say break the rules, I mean, uh, yeah, the draw strokes, I, I get that. But you can do a lot of that stuff at home, and we, we a lot of that it, you can do dry yeah, fire dry, practice. Yeah, and we actually call it dry practice now. Okay. Um, there's been some issues where you might have one or two people that didn't hear, but they heard fire, and then you give a command, and all of a sudden it's <sighs> boom. So I know technicality. These darn kids. Yeah, these kids. 
but uh, yeah, we, we talk dry practice, dry fire, just like what you had said. Um, obviously checking once, twice, three times, make sure that the pistol or weapon system is empty and put a flag in the chamber or something so that you know that it is empty and then work on different skill sets, draw strokes. You know, when you come down on it, get high in the recoil shoulder, get a good grip, draw straight up, straight out and uh, work if you haven't had training you know contact us come and come and learn something but, well and that might be something they can do once or twice a year maybe get right. out and like do some classes Absolutely. and do some stuff like that but if they want to do training every week or every other week yep. or even just once a month like what, what are maybe some good things they could yeah, do in a at range the, at a static range and stuff pick one foot up okay so still try, try to unbalance yeah, yourself try a and get make some good shots yeah exactly you know run dominant hand run non-dominant hand or as we call it the other dominant hand um run full presentation but you know just different 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 areas if you if you're in a stall i think that's what they call it and you know in a static range you have yes. a stall that you're at pistol has to be on the board you pick it up well once you pick it up and you have the muzzle down range uh you know oriented towards your threat or towards the target even though you're standing there, put yourself off balance. Stand on your left leg. Get a good sight picture. Run the trigger smoothly. Um, stand on your right leg. You know, however, uh, you know, just put yourself off balance to where you can do that. Those are different little okay. skill sets. Because so, so then, just minor little things sure. to still get yourself uncomfortable but make good shots. Correct. I like it. Yeah. Because, again, when – and God forbid, I hope never no one ever gets into a firefight, but – if you were to get into an engagement, you've seen it. I've been off balance. I've done that. Yeah. So it, it your your mind just nature. takes over and you just do right. what you've done before. You've done right. what you've trained yourself to do. Right. Right. So yeah, that's those are just little things you can do at a static range. Um you know, if, if, if that doesn't work for you, move, come down this way. <laughs> <laughs> get yourself into a better place where you get some cool ranges. <laughs> where you got some cool ranges, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, because that's that's one of the things. If, if you can't move and, you know, move to different points, um, you know, learning how to move to cover. You know, a lot of people think it's just you stand up and take off running to the next place. Well, where are you running to? So before you move, you've got to look, where's my next spot? There it is. Or what's my what's my next point of egress? You know, how do I get out of where I'm at? Yeah, but some of that's just knowing your surroundings, absolutely. paying attention, yeah, and absolutely. just just minding your like your your own self. Yeah, being mentally prepared. You know, a lot of people call it mindset, and we call it mental preparedness. You know, um, it, it, there are things like that that if you do it every day, every day in out, you know it becomes second nature. You know, a lot of our students that, we, you know, we talk to and we, we preach, we preach the word, as you say, and, and, uh, they'll come back and they're like, yeah, you know, I was at the mall the other day and I noticed something before it happened. Yeah. That, that's really where you want your awareness. You really want to get it to a, a heightened point. That, Absolutely. That's, that's where it's at. I and mean, unfortunately, I think a lot of people with their concealed handgun license, they, they think that, oh, I have this weapon on me now, yeah. so I need to be the police and I need to stop these bad things from happening. Right. And that's not the case. No. It's really is like you, your whole idea of being out there is just obviously to protect yourself and your loved ones and, yep. and be able to you know, fight if need be. But right. if you can see something before it happens and you can get out of there, that's what you should do. Yo, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, so I mean, so just being aware, even if you're not, you know, carrying, just being aware of your surroundings, I think, could really save your life because you could see something doesn't feel right, something looks wrong. 
I need to get out of yeah, here. Yeah, it's no, that normally is it. I mean, people don't trust their gut instincts enough, and they really should because yeah, it's there for a reason. Like yeah. we've evolved that way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> to survive, if something, if something doesn't seem right, guess what? It's probably yeah. not. Because <laughs> guess who didn't survive and right. didn't evolve to do that? Like the ones who didn't see it. That's right. So yeah, that's that's a, a great point. But yeah, it's 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 one of those you know self preservation, preservation of my loved ones, friends, you know, however it may be. But uh, that's that's what we all you know strive to to get to um, is that heightened awareness to where you're seeing things happen before they happen. Absolutely. So yeah, that's that's good. Now, if if uh, somebody wants to become a part of these like tactical Tuesdays, you only got so many spots available. Again, is that's like go on your website, contact you yeah. about getting into that? Yeah, because that, that sounds us. like a great thing. Because I mean, even if you shot a match, like uh, I, I've shot a lot of like IDPA, sure. USPSA. I've gotten a little bit of three gun nation matches, and just just to get out and get trigger time because it's so hard. Because if you go to the static range and you stand there and you shoot, yeah, you get some good trigger time. You can do some drills. And right. again, you said you can put yourself off balance. You can, right, right. you know, shoot right-handed, left-handed. You can do all that kind of stuff. But sometimes it's good to go shoot a match where you can just you can move and shoot and shoot different scenarios, do that kind of stuff. But what you guys are doing is probably what more people should be doing is, is kind of setting up like actual training where it's, right. it's not a game. Cause when you go right. to those competitions, like, yeah, it's good trigger time and it's fun, but it's still a game. And you ever bu- get, you ever get penalized at ITP, IDPA because all the time. Of, yeah. Now see, that's, that's one of the things I agree with you because you're moving, you're, 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 you're working your skill set. Yeah. I, I go there for a different reason. Whereas right. they, they, they look at me as like, you need to stop doing this. You need to stop doing that. You need to stop looking around before you like holster and clear your weapon, do that kind of stuff. Like, no, like I'm training myself right. to not do it wrong. Cause I, I've literally seen someone who's gone to an IDPA match and they've shot these, uh, these pistol matches and you, you get done shooting and you drop the magazine and you clear the weapon and they check it and then you holster it because it's right. a cold range so that everyone's safe and i understand that and i've literally seen them go to like something like you guys run like these tactical tuesdays where now they've got to holster a weapon and go to maybe like an m4 platform like an ar platform right. or a shotgun or something yeah. else and what did they do they dropped the mag and they emptied the the round because that's what they've trained yeah and, absolutely. Like, and they're like shit and they had to load in a new magazine and rack around then holster it and then go to something else and it's like you're training bad habits when you go to these kind of things so i get procedurals and time added and all these kind of things yeah, all I, the time but i'm okay with it because to me i'm not there to game the system to try to win right i'm there for me to get some good trigger time just because i need to get out and shoot and it's great that you say that because i used to shoot at idpa over in ashland at ashland lake gun club uh, great facility as well but uh i was constantly getting penalized yep. time added this yep. that, and the other at one time um because i absolutely refused to reload with my gun pointed at the ground um, I actually got kicked off of one, one, uh, section. I don't remember what they call that one phase or a stage. Yeah. Probably. One stage. Yeah. I got kicked off of a stage because I just flat out told the guy, look, I, I'm not here to win. Do you think I'm here to do things right? Yeah. And that's one of the things again, that, you know, kind of pushes you to do things, get you out of that comfort zone. Um, you know, I, we used to, we've been teaching for God, when did you and I meet? 10 years ago I had to be yeah, almost a decade ago yeah yeah it's and and you know it was all by word of mouth didn't have a store didn't have a classroom if we need a classroom we go rent it somewhere yeah you know but uh you know seeing a lot of the stuff i love the guys that compete they do a great job and stuff but god put them guys in a gunfight and guess what not so much yeah they're not going to do so good all right so so we train to survive we train to you know prevail 
I don't know how else to say it. That's that's how we train. We we. Train. But you guys are training more realistic, correct situations like that would actually possibly happen. And God forbid, right. nobody ever wants to get into a gunfight. Right. But if they do, you want to train yourself to survive that. You don't want to just just use the the sports for for real training because they're right. not. It's I mean, it's good trigger time. It's something different. It's fun. Go Absolutely. do it. Have a good time. But realize what it is. Yeah, it's a sport. It's a that's game. Right. That's exactly right. And and. Although that's like you said, it's great training. It's good. You're you're never on balance. Are you ever on balance? You're never. You're, you're always right. moving. You're shooting so, and you're panting. And it's. I swear. As soon as that buzzer goes off, you lose yeah. so much IQ. <laughs> you're like, I've got this plan. I know what I'm going to do, and I I try, I try not to do that stuff. I try to just go into it and shoot it. That's but great. as soon as it goes off, you're like, oh, I'm instantly stupid. This is great. <laughs> How do I reload? That's, I don't know. That's so awesome because you're right. And you know the 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 only good part about that is putting someone under that type of stress. I mean, it's it's, it's such it, a little amount of stress. Yeah, it's but not the same. It's type, still real. It's still but there. Absolutely. It's like it's like that buzzer goes off and everything went right out yeah. the window. It's so. it's not like rounds are shooting past you and things right. are like bouncing off by your feet and hitting you in the shins. Right. It's not like that. But any kind of stressor is is different than a static range. Yeah. No. Absolutely, it is. So. I mean, even like there's a lot of places that shoot indoor matches and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. and th- those are very limited because you can only shoot downrange in the bullet right. trap whereas when you go outdoors there's a lot of bunkers you can shoot pretty much 180 degrees right which, which is kind of nice for those kind of ranges but for somebody maybe who's stuck up in a big city maybe that's all they have available to them at least it's something different where they can move and lean and shoot yeah. and, and crouch and do those kind of things and it's, it's it's something but realistically you, you got to get some real training get some real classes yeah i think so i mean it, it all it all is a culmination of of everything put together yeah so i mean if that's where you can go to to do some training. It's better than nothing. It's it's better than not training. Yeah. yeah. And then if you can do a class once, maybe twice a year to actually do like the real skills and sharpen yeah, and everything and then just go there to kind of practice the fundamentals of your sight alignment and trigger squeeze and those kind of things and just use it for that. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, when you actually go to the training and stuff and get out of that flat range mentality or the competition mentality, um, you're just better off yep. to do that. So, yeah, I agree with you at least once or twice a year. Um, like I said, we, we are students of the game, uh, myself, Ethan, Steve, uh, Dan Ritchie, uh, Chris McKinley, Ryan Meeks, all, all of our instructors or all of our, our people, all of our affiliates, you know, we all take the time to do our own training where we're learning, where we're the student. And, and again, it's just to, to make sure that we're bringing our students the best possible training out there. And so. that's the whole idea is you keep pushing things and making things yeah. a little different. Oh, I learned this here. We can uh, implement that over here and we can change this yeah, and do absolutely. that. And that's, that's the whole idea. That's how you, that's how you progress. That's how you move forward. Absolutely. Like, again, like you had said earlier, like if you're not learning, like you're done, yeah. it's over. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the stop button. <laughs> So other than the Tactical Tuesdays, which we need to get you putting some stuff about that on Instagram, I think that could benefit a lot of people, kind of see how things are set up and show some videos of what's going on. That right. could be really cool. Like what kind of else do you got, other things you guys have coming up? Um, we've got some advanced concealed carry where we're really working on uh, like draw strokes, uh, high threat vehicle engagements, you know, that type of stuff. No, no. What's what's that? How does that work? The high threat vehicle engagements? Um just i'm just picking stuff out of you know in the say you're in the mall you know and you have nowhere to take your vehicle okay so you can't drive to get away right how do i get out of there okay you know so how do you like maneuver around your vehicle yeah how what are the safe spots on the vehicle you know engine block okay wheel well you know in the wheels where where rounds are not going to go through yeah because a lot of people don't realize oh i'm in my car i'm behind the door 
guess what? Rounds are going right through that thing. Rounds it's not like right. the movies yeah. where the, the door stops everything. Yeah, and in and, and certain classes, not necessarily the advanced concealed carry, but in certain classes, we will actually take a vehicle and we take defensive rounds. We take ball ammo. We take rifle rounds. We take green tips, you know, the, the penetrator rounds. And we show you what it'll do to stuff. The other thing is, is a lot of people, you know, um, again, getting into a, a, the mental preparedness. If someone's in front of your car, you don't have to open the door, reach out to shoot at them. Shoot right through the windshield. Yep. You know, that's all replaceable. You're not, if that makes sense, uh-huh. you know? So a lot of the classes, like I said, you know, not necessarily the advanced concealed carry. Advanced concealed carry any goes anywhere from, uh, you know, five and a half hours to eight hours, depending on how the students are doing. Again, we go through it with them because if we start to get fatigued, guess what? They're, they're fatigued. Yeah. So um, there's no really set hours of a class. But the main thing on that is is stepping off the X, instinctive shooting, uh, draw strokes, fighting in, out, and around your vehicle. Um, that type of stuff takes place in the advanced concealed carry. We've okay. got one of those coming up on the uh, on the the 29th of uh, September. We've got a uh, multi-level pistol course coming up um, middle of October down at East Group. It's in Fredericktown. Okay. Um, no, no, no. The multi-level is something that's going to be like from payments like a one through three, probably. Correct. Right. Yeah. So you're going to start off in level one where you go over all the fundamentals, you learn the things, right. and then once you kind of not master, but you understand, you're proficient enough to move forward, then you can go to like a level two, and Correct. then you can do some more things because you can push things further because you kind of have the basics. And then you can go up from that to a level yeah. three, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's kind of how it works. It's kind of a crawl, walk, run. Yes. Uh, progression. And those are great classes. Yeah, Nobody has ever taken those, especially if you're like a CHL license holder. You've got to take those. Oh, absolutely. It, 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 once you take your CHL, that cannot be your last day of training uh, of pistol stuff because, one, you only have an eight-hour course. Um, you know, that's mandated by the state of Ohio. And, and most of them really aren't training. They, they don't run theirs like you guys run yours. And most of them, it's on a static range and you read out of a book. It's, yeah. it's well, that's it, really? Yeah. And that's, and that's, this a, isn't training. You're, exa- you're exactly right. But, you know, the, the funny thing is, is how many people get that, their little uh, ID card that says Ohio concealed handgun license holder, you know, and, and then they're good. That, that's well, the they think they are correct, and, and I, correct. I, I'm so excited for them. Like, hey, great for you guys! This is awesome. But now right. it's time for some real training. Go take a yeah. level one, level two, level three. Absolutely. Do some competitions. Do some like tactical Tuesdays Absolutely. where you do drills and do that kind of stuff. Like, that's what you got to do. Yeah, you have to perfect your craft. Yeah, um, you got to be if, very proficient. Yeah, I don't know if ever anybody remembers. Uh, I'm sure they do, but Chris Kyle, you know his his company was what, what a perfect name, Craft. You know, and that's what they did. They they perfected their craft, and uh, uh, Chris was an cr- incredible individual. And uh, but you're right; you can't just do one thing and think that I'm good. That's it. No, we're good. I got yep. my license. You got my license. I'm I can good. carry. We're awesome. Yeah, exactly. Like, nope, doesn't work that way. No, nope. train, 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 train. If if it doesn't change your life, don't carry it. And and when I say that, I mean you have to to get into that lifestyle of I train. I train, I train, I'm ready for when something bad happens. Hope it, no, hope it never will. Yeah. But, you know, it goes it goes the same thing as everybody's always said. I would rather do it and have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. Yeah, yeah. that's, <laughs> so, that's never a good situation to be in. No, not. So it's always better to, to have the, you know, the previous thing. Yep. To, to have it and not need it. Yep, absolutely. Any other classes coming up? 
Uh, we've we've got several. Um, I get so excited about doing these things that my out the window. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we've got some rifle stuff coming up. We're we're working on a uh, oh that's one we've got coming up. We've got for the precision shooters out there. We have a long range data collection course. It's a two day course, October fourth and fifth. Uh, we're going to go anywhere from 100 yards all the way out to 1760, which is a mile. So if you have a, a, a rifle uh, or a uh, combination that is that's capable of that, this is a great course where because what you get is the actual dope on your rifle. Um, we can all go into the computer. We can all all go into Hornaday. We can all go into the into the different ballistic tables and see what the computer says it'll do. What it should do. Yeah, what it should do, or it should be close. But this class, you're actually going to use your rifle. You're gonna you're gonna know you know everything about it uh, from the the ammunition. You know what's the tw- twist rate in the barrel? What's the grain bullet you're using? Is it a match bullet? Is it you know a hunting bullet? Whatever it may be, you're getting the actual data on that weapon system. It's really a fun course. So, again, so for just, somebody who's just getting into all that, like I don't know too much about the precision shooting. I've been mm-hmm. much more in the action kind of close quarters stuff. Sure, most of my stuff's you know like within a hundred yards, sure, hundred yards and in, whether it be with rifle or pistol, but. When you're starting to get into that kind of stuff, how do you know what you need for that kind of stuff? I mean, because like when you go online, you read, oh, you gotta have this, and oh, you gotta have yeah, that, and you gotta I, have this scope and that. And like, yeah, I'll tell you, it's what. a little overwhelming. <laughs> it's very overwhelming, um, especially people come in and see some of the equipment I've had um, or have, and they're like, well, what's this? You know, well, that's almost nine grand. You know, that that's really a deterrent to someone who wants to get into it. The coolest thing about the precision stuff is Remington 700. You can go out and get one. You know, seven, eight hundred bucks. You can get a uh, Savage. They make a nice rifle. You, you can get a precision rifle from the factory, and it will do what you need it to do. Now, I, mean, the, I would imagine most precision shooters are going to do competition, so they want to shoot long-range kind of stuff correct. in competition, or they're probably going to do it for hunting. Yeah, most they, of them they are. They can't really do it around here, so they probably have to go out west or something like that right. where you can go into like the mountains, but... Like, well, what's, what's a good round for something like that? Because there's so many different arguments. Like, oh, you need the 308. Well, oh, you need a 30 out 6. Oh, you need yeah. a 223. Like, like yeah, it's, to, to be quite honest, you know, everything's mission specific. Am I going hunting? Am I going, am I going to reach out to 300 yards, 400 yards? 308's fine. Okay. Okay. Max effective range, as we talk in, in, uh, different circles is 850 yards ish and for most yeah. people that's further that's than they're ever gonna need abs- absolutely and then you get the guys that are the extreme guys that want to see how far that precision can reach out i mean the uh, 375 shy tack right now I, I i think a guy tagged a three mile target i mean Jesus. you can do the math that's a long long shot wow and uh you know you get the haters out there and say oh well, it took him 22 shots to get it you know what? He hit it. <laughs> I don't care if it took him 30 shots. You know, by the time these guys would ever <laughs> be able to, you know, forward on him, they're they're gone. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's completely up to you what you want to spend, what you want to do, what you want to accomplish. But going back to what you're talking about, our precision rifle course is, is, is normally a three-day course. And uh, – a lot of hunters take it because one, it goes through the mathematics of ranging through your reticle or through your glass and uh, figuring out what the distance is with mathematic solutions. Yep. Um, it, it teaches you how to do it on paper rather than just, I got my range finder. Oh, okay. That's 326 yards, which means I have to dial my dope up, blah, blah, blah. 
and boom, I got it. Yeah. Um, these courses, actually, you're doing it. And which which is good because then you understand absolutely. how it works. So then later absolutely. you can use the technology, yeah. but you still understand how it's all working. Yeah. It's You're not just reliant on that technology because you can't figure out on your own. Right, and it, and it, again, it it works. Law enforcement, you know, the average the average sniper shot, I think, has stretched out to fifty seven yards. I mean, it's not. It's it's not like in the movies where you see guys. Yeah, those guys are pretty close. Right? Yeah, that most of the time they're 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 pretty close. Uh, military guys, obviously, they can stretch it out as far as needs be. Yeah, yeah. but I think that again it all depends on where they're at. Like yeah. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts by Jocko Willink, the Jocko. Oh yeah, podcast. Jocko. Yeah, yeah. And, and he was talking about when they're fighting Ramadi and doing those kind of things. And most of that stuff seemed like it was all pretty close within like two, 300 yards yeah, it, because they're building the building. I mean, yeah, the, it's interesting you say that because um, I did a, I did a uh, sniper course this year at o- OTOA with uh, Jared Johnson, who owns uh, STA training. He's a, you know, reconnaissance uh, Marine reconnaissance sniper. Um, great, great guy. Same thing. The, your, your, your area is 300 yards and in. So, I yeah, mean, and most rounds are going to cover that. I mean, because like, yeah. I was I was talking to a friend about possibly getting some precision shooting just for something sure. that's something I'm not good at. Something I need to learn more about. Sure, sure. I don't need to be great at it, but I need to understand enough right. to be proficient. Right. And he was saying, yeah, just use your AR for right now. Absolutely. Because until you can outshoot that platform, there's no reason to go get a bolt gun and a six five Creedmoor yeah, or a three oh eight or anything yeah. like that to touch out to the yeah. seventeen hundred you know meters or anything yeah, like you, that. You don't need to do that. Nope, you're right. And you know, you put the, the AR platform is actually an incredibly accurate rifle put the right am- ammunition in it like i i have one ar platform that is a uh it's got a bull barrel it's 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 kind of built for it i run 77 uh grain match ammo through which it. is a little heavier than normal because typically you're going to see like 55, 55. Yeah. that's what most people are going to yep. shoot but then you get an accuracy stuff and you start to reload or do yeah. any of that kind of stuff they all reload heavier bullets yeah absolutely it's it just because they're more stable and depending on the twist rate is what you can go up to. Yeah, I mean, know. so if somebody, if you have an AR, like slap a scope on that thing. You don't need anything super no. amazing. Get good quality. Don't get yeah. junk. Right, right, right. You know, but you don't have to spend a ton of money. Like, yeah. what, what would you recommend for like a good, like to be able to shoot out to maybe like four or 500 meters? Um, You know, take one of our AR classes because we show you the 50-yard zero where it ends up, you know, you're always within 8 to 10 inches. But... Something, uh, you know, a good one, you can get the uh, aim point with a three-by t- three uh, flip. Like the magnification? Yeah, the magnification. You can get the Sig Sauer, uh, like the Romeo and Juliet package, which is, uh, you know, it's a red dot, and then you flip over, and you have another three power. I mean, is is that enough, though? I mean, just like a three to yeah, four it, power? Yeah, it's it really is. I mean, back in the good old days, when I was a lot younger, we had a 10 power, and we were reaching out past... 800 900 to a thousand yards with a 10 power. with a 10 power wow but that's all you had it was a fixed 10 period a lot of guys out in, in listening land will remember you nerdle <laughs> that <laughs> it's a 10 power straight power you know um and that's what you that's what you used because you're seeing a lot of the the newer kind of scopes put on ars right now that is a true one by six seven or eight right Typically, one by six is the most common scope. Sure. But I, I like the fact that 
you can get that for your AR and go to a true one buy. So you could rock and roll in close quarters and basically like it's it's a red dot. Right. And then you could zoom up into like a six or yeah, seven. Yeah, no, those, those are great. Leopold makes a really good Though those they probably have the best. Yeah. They, it's, they, it's, they it's a couple it really grand, but it's it's also Leopold, it'll last you forever. It's, yeah, it's that's the thing. Scope. You know, it depends on it depends on what you want. I'm when when we were first talking and, and like the three by and the Romeo and Juliet, you know, you can get into that system for six hundred dollars. Yeah. You know, you could try it out and see if you like right. it. And and at a hundred yards when you're pounding the same hole, you know, uh, that didn't sound right, but anyhow, you shoot. Well, it, yeah, that's you, what you want you, when you're yeah, shooting. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. When you're when your rounds going through the same hole that you just made, uh, time and time again, and again, nobody's that good. Um, not that their skills not there, but the rifles aren't there. Um, but if you're you're within a half minute of angle, um, it, it gets you excited yeah. to, to a point that if it's what I want to do farther. Yeah, and you want to push yeah. it out. Look, look, okay, yeah. let's go to 150. Absolutely. Let's go to 200. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, that, and that's where the $2,000 is a lot easier or a couple grand is a lot easier to swallow than not sure if I want to do this or not. Well, you know, five, six hundred bucks. Yeah. I mean, because like, I was looking at an Attaball scope just to get started mm-hmm. in that to see if I liked it. Sure. And it was only like four or five hundred dollars. I'm like, right. I could rock and roll that for a couple of seasons. Absolutely. See if I like it. Yeah. Absolutely. Do some do some precision shooting. Do some tactical sure. stuff with it. See if I still like it. Or if I just say no, I, I don't. I'm going to go back to my red dot. Or say yeah, I want a better scope. Like I want a I want a right. rule pull or I want something something different right. that's going to last me a little bit longer. It's going to be better quality. Yeah, and the, and really when you you just hit it on the nose, the quality as you as you progress, if it's something that you enjoy doing. Um, or want to learn more about when you get a, a good piece of glass on your rifle. It makes yeah. a difference. Oh, my God. It's un- it's unreal. I have people look through. I've got a Trijicon Tar scope that is, uh, you know, it's uh, with the mount and everything is almost $5,000. Um, thank God it, they gave it to me for uh, test and evaluation and to, write, <laughs> to write an article on. You didn't have to write a check for yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't have to write a check for that. But I, I'll let people look through that, and it's just like, oh my, the clarity is unreal. Yeah, and, and that that's what's that's what makes them more expensive. Absolutely, is the glass and everything else in yeah. there is it's better. The quality. technology of it all. And will the will the other stuff work? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Like, will. will it be effective? Absolutely. absolutely. Could could you get one of those in a, a three by nine and the three hundred eight and go out to like a, like you said, uh, what is it, Remington seven hundred? Yeah, get a Remington. Go out west and kill an elk with that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah you absolutely. could absolutely do absolutely. that. Absolutely. But could you? Like, see a huge difference if you spent a little bit more money? Yes, absolutely as well. Right. So, it, it, but again, like you said, it depends on what they want to do. It's, it's all mission tactical, so it's it, it depends on what right. they're looking to get out of it. It just depends on what you're looking to get out of it. That's exactly, exactly it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So. Well, very cool. So, it sounds like you got a lot of cool stuff coming on. We definitely have to push more of the Instagram, get some stuff about that Tactical Tuesday, because I think that's, that's something that people could really benefit from. That's oh, something that, that everybody needs to be doing. It's like I said, it's going to be way more beneficial than going out and shooting matches, like competitions and doing that kind of stuff. And it's definitely better than any kind of static range. If you can't yeah. get to a, a fun range where you're actually allowed to draw and shoot and move yeah, and do agree. that kind of stuff. So that's something I think could be really beneficial for a lot of people. Well, just bear with me. We're <laughs> well, no, it's, yeah. it's, it's like anything else. It's, <laughs> it's new technology absolutely. and you got to learn how to use it. And you got to learn what works for you and what doesn't and what, what people want to see and what they don't. And well, I'm excited it's going to be evolving as, as it goes on. It's, yeah. it's, it's just kind of how that goes. But the cool thing now is with, with these phones, they're so advanced. You can oh, do yeah. some great video and audio quality and yeah. everything with that. It's, it's, 
It's thank, pretty amazing. Thank God for my kids because they show me how to do the filters and make make, <laughs> make pictures and video look good. You don't need filters. <laughs> Screw the filters. Be real. Be raw. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's funny about it is uh, uh, one of the ones that the trip down, one of the Mac ones where I, I was doing a video and before I posted it, my my youngest Carly had looked at it and she goes, oh, you got to do this, this and this. And I couldn't believe the clarity of it. And I'm like, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> But uh, it's amazing yeah. what these phones can do anymore. Yeah, but. it sure is. The technology is unreal. And uh, I'm looking forward to working the, and learning more about the Instagram because I'm, I'm really pumped about it. No, I think it's going to be a great tool there. for you, especially because that's how people are taking in content nowadays. So yeah. You could do a real quick in there, come in, say, hey, this is what we're doing. This is why we're doing it, which is very important. Right, right. And then show some videos of some of the people coming in doing the drills, even you doing the drills. Like that kind of stuff is cool. People yeah. eat that up. That would be really good. Yep, looking forward to it. For and, sure. Uh, looking forward to coming back. and. Oh, we uh, will definitely have you back yeah. on here in the near future. I was just having a discussion the other day with Agent Tom, and uh, <laughs> he was doing some training, and he's been running some training, and I know that's that's what you do. Right, so I think right. the three of us are going to do a podcast. We're going to sit down and going to talk about some training and, and kind of things that have worked and haven't worked with with uh, with operators and with sure. uh, civilians and then with, sure. with people who are maybe – you know, like agents, and they and they carry firearms, they do that kind of stuff, but they basically sit behind desks. They're basically just civilians. I oh, mean, yeah, they have special license to carry and do those kind of things, but they don't have the training and background like you have. You know, it's interesting so, you say that because, and I'm sure Tom would could do this. Is uh, um, we did a conceal advanced concealed carry for law enforcement, and to see the fumbling and bumbling of guys when they're having to get their weapon system out of you know, a concealed, concealed garment. garment. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's really crazy. It's like, whoa, 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 slow down. You guys need to train this because you're not always going to be in that uniform. Who, who's to say you're not going to get a detail where you're in a suit. Yeah. Who's to say you're not going to get a detail where you're in plain clothes. How do you get that weapon system out in an efficient time to get energy on that threat? Yeah. And the good and, thing about that kind of stuff is that can be a lot of dry practice. Oh, absolutely. You could be could sitting be. in your living room absolutely. with the TV playing or, yep. or music going or podcast or yeah, whatever you want to listen. From a seating hey, position. listen to our podcast. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good thing. <laughs> and, and be doing some dry practice yeah. in your living room. I, I mean, I've, I've done that for years. I've, yeah. I've, I've literally taped targets to the wall and you yep. get a sight picture and you move and you crouch behind the, the recliner and the couch and you move around the doors and that kind of stuff. And it's stupid. Yeah. You feel weird doing it, but. I'll tell you what, if you have a man cave and stuff like that stop in and see us at the at the shop we are uh utm dealers ultimate training munitions dealers now and uh what that is is it's just a piece that will go on your existing pistol that you can actually run your pistol safely with uh, a non-marking round or a marking round put your targets up draw from a seated position Get energy on that target, but you're running your actual pistol rather the than the actual firearm. Yeah, like you hear a lot of like the airsoft stuff that are meant right. to mimic yeah, the firearms, but they're not quite the same. No, they're not quite the same. These are basically, um, I'm sure everybody's heard simunition. Yes, which is like it's like a paintball round that people can shoot out of their actual firearm. Correct. I've heard they hurt like hell. They do. But a lot of police and military use those for training. <laughs> got some scars there. I got some scars there from it. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's that. It's the same kind of thing, or it's it's actually the same thing, different name. UTM actually is the one that created the training munitions. Okay, and uh, simunition, their their marketing and everything, they just killed it. 
if that makes sense. Yes. So um, it's, so it's kind of like the Kleenex thing. Like it's not really a Kleenex; it's a facial tissue. But everyone calls it Kleenex because of marketing. Correct. So gotcha. Same thing. Um, most of the federal guys are using UTM. Here, here's the big reason I went with UTM is one that they're the guys. Um, two, what you get with UTM if you're to get the same thing in simunition. If you buy the simunition, I'm not bad mouthing simunition by any means. They, they make a great product and stuff, but boy, you pay for it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So that's, that's one of the reasons. Because I mean, it's the name brand. It's the marketing. So you're paying for yeah, that marketing. Absolutely. And and like I said, you know, at it, it, uh, Fletzy down there, we were using UTM. Um, one, because cost factor. So, but yeah, you can do all kinds of really But could cool you use training. that safely indoors? Oh, absolutely. Do that kind of stuff? Yeah, we do a lot of uh, active shooter training with it. It's not going to um, puncture through like walls or anything no, like that? No, no, no. It, it'll, it's, I mean, if you put up like a canvas target or put your target on a piece of canvas. It, so it, something to kind of dissipate that energy. Yeah, it stops. And catch it. Just, it. it just, That's cool. It really is. One of the things that we want to do down at, <laughs> down at the shop is once we get into a position where I can buy stock, uh, of the munitions we're going to open up a little range in the back where you can come get it come and do some training 25 rounds or whatever and and have fun with it that's cool so yeah i'm pretty pumped about that hopefully we'll get to that here soon um but yeah that's it's it, again, it's you're utilizing your weapon system or your platform. Yeah, which which is good because like yeah. again that that's that's how you train. That's what you're supposed to do, and yeah, and that's what like a lot of these you know, even though they're police officers and law enforcement and military and all these kind of guys, they some of them just don't get the training they need to be proficient. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's one of those things. It's got to it's like I said, it's got to be a lifestyle. It's got to be something that yeah. you have something or you touch, something. It just becomes it who every, you are. Yeah, touch it every day. Do I dress every day? Do I put a belt on every day? Do I put my pistol on every day? <laughs> so it's one of those things that, yeah, you, you've got to consistently, consistently do it. So Absolutely. So we'll definitely have you back on. We're going to do awesome. that. That one's going to be a very it. fun podcast. So Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you coming back on. Always yeah. great to be here. So everybody, go, go check out the uh, the website. Check out the Instagram. We have some more stuff coming to that. You guys want to get a hold of them, go to the website, email Jeff, and let him know that you're interested in Tactical Tuesdays or any kind of classes coming up, and he will get you all taken care of. So, so thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. And uh, we will see you guys next time. Well, that was another fun podcast. It's always good to have Jeff on the show. I don't get to see him very much, so it's always good to get together and have a great conversation. If you guys are in the Northeast Ohio area and you need some firearms training, Jeff is the guy that can help you out. Go to IOFTWTG.com, go into the contacts, send him an email, and tell him that you're interested in some training. And trust me when I say it is world class and you will thank yourself for going. It is a lot of fun and you will learn a ton. Because Jeff has been doing this for a really long time and he definitely knows what he's doing. As always, let's go out there and leave some five-star reviews to the show so we can get it out there to new listeners. Please go out to Podbean, iTunes, and Stitcher and leave the show some good reviews so that other people will find it and hopefully want to listen. And I appreciate you guys so much. I know I say this all the time, but I just can't tell you how much you guys really mean to me. This is a lot of fun. I'm enjoying myself. I'm having a good time. Hopefully you are too. And we're definitely going to keep this thing rolling and put out some more 
hopefully beneficial, but if nothing else, at least fun podcast. So we will see you guys next time on Uncensored Humanity. <laughs>